This episode of Comic Book Junto is brought to you by Bear Fruit, a Philadelphia-based lifestyle brand dedicated to turning beliefs into creative action and inspiring others to do the same. Head over to bearfruit.com, that's B-3-A-R-F-R-U-I-T.com, and sign up for our newsletter. While you're there, check out our other podcast, The Beautiful Struggle, a weekly conversation series hosted by me, Octavius A. Newman, featuring various guests telling their origin story. Don't forget to grab some merch from our online store. As a reward for being a loyal Comic Book Junto listener, use promo code CBJ to get 10% off your next order. Bear fruit. Believe. Create. Inspire. Now let's start the show. Hello and welcome to Comic Book Junto, episode 28. I'm your host, Octavius A. Newman. I'm the creator of Bear Fruit, and I am here with my co-host, Adam, John Man, Tetris. John Man. Man John, man, man, John, 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 man. No, that works. John, man. Wait, that, that's how it would show up if it was on like a uh, legal document where it's the last name, right, right, first, right, right. comma, first name, right. John, comma, man. man. Yeah, exactly. Man John. Man John. What's up? It's the man John. It's the man John. Hey, I saw a uh wow. I saw a a an advertisement for McDonald's the other day. I posted it to Instagram. Okay. And it had a a it was an advertisement for a breakfast sandwich mm-hmm. and it says your new breakfast John. Mm. Okay, because everybody's using John in Philly in okay. like Philly advertisements. Okay. But the really? J in John was capitalized. Okay. What is this? It's a what noun. is what is that? It's a noun. But a, it, it was being used like a proper noun. I, listen, man. No. I don't know. I called up Mickey D's. I said it's raining like Excuse a John me. outside. Excuse me. I saw your show. You're going to use John. Use it correctly. I, yeah, please use, use John. John responsibly. Use John responsibly. McDonald's, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for their five stars and your Whopper. No, yeah. wait. That's wait, a different, hold on a second. That's hold on they just took, they just, the wrong, they just took it away. The they can't even get the right sandwich. Uh, we ruined Sorry it. about they that. could have been a sponsor, but then we just blew it. Oop. Happy Wednesday, Octavius. Happy Brown a. Bag Newman. Day. We're actually recording on Wednesday. Yeah. How about them apples? Yeah, that's that's a strange new thing it's that weird we're trying out. To actually record when you're supposed to. Yeah, doing things on time. How about that? Yeah. Yeah, but we're back. We're in the, the studio or our makeshift studio in Indy Hall. On Third Street. So if this is your first time listening to Comic Book Junto, let me give you a quick rundown. This podcast is brought to you by Bear Fruit. Mm-hmm. Bear Fruit is a Philadelphia-based lifestyle brand dedicated to turning beliefs into creative action and inspiring others to do the same. So you can check out more about Bear Fruit on bearfruit.com. That's B3ARFRUIT.com. Mm-hmm. Follow them on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, all at B3ARFRUIT. Go to barefruit.com, sign up for the newsletter, check out the shop, check out the merchandise, new stuff going on there all the time. I'm trying to be pretty consistent with that. Yeah. Um, check out the new project we just did, um, Oda Omni and Andy Minio under the featured tab. That's the first thing you can click on. It's a music project documentary. Yeah. Um, I was well, I was just listening to that last night. I love that. 
Go on. It was so good. Uh, Desperado. I love yeah, that track. That's the one. And Uncomfortable, I think, is the name of that. The, the first one. Yeah. yeah, the first one. I love Uncomfortable. But I love Desperado because that moment when uh, uh, Oda Omni just picks up at the end and just yeah. plays a little session. You think it's over? I, I'm, cra- I'm over? crazy about jazz. Like, there's not enough. I don't have enough jazz mm-hmm. to listen to. I listen to, uh, like, I'll listen to uh, uh, Sonny. I'll listen to Miles. I just don't listen to all that much new jazz. And then there's Oda Omni. And now there's Oda Omni. Yeah. So I'm thankful for Oda Omni. There you go. So uh-huh. check them out. Um, check out that project. And um, yeah, again, if this is your first time, Adam and I talk about geek stuff. Mm-hmm. That's how we get down. Mm-hmm. That's what's going on. So how's things been since we were here last? Uh, things have been good. It's, uh, it's very hot in Philadelphia. It's a little warm out here. It is. It's very hot in Philadelphia, which means I've been taking my time when I go into a store or a restaurant and I just cool down. You have that moment when you're like, when you're walking around outside and you're like, Oh yeah. And then when you walk outside, you're like, ah, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I I went to the comic shop today and I just figured I'm just going to stay here for a little bit. I'm just going to I'm just going to take shelter in these walls with these comics that that familiar smell. Mm-hmm. Uh only because I didn't want to go outside. It's too damn hot. Understandable. It's too damn hot. Well, I was riding around on a motorcycle with a helmet with no. you know my it, no, you just not going to wear a helmet. Well, <laughs> that's not what I meant. That's what I just I know that you have the whole you got to you have to do the whole garment. Got to be safe. You have to do the whole garment. Got to be safe. You have a jacket, you have the helmet. Yep. Do you wear gloves? Yep. Uh, that's, that's so many layers. There's a lot of heat. things going on. There's so many layers in this, but heat. the safety is important. Can you do a thing where you have like a little fan in your helmet? Just like fan in you. Well, now you're talking about something that somebody should probably create. Okay. Okay. It's money. Mm-hmm. There's money to be gotten. Or you just be drafting on somebody else. Okay. They're, they're in front of you and they got you a little fan. Receive like the fan yeah. that comes backwards towards Thank you. Thank you so much for fanning me. And also yeah. I'm in your airstream. Right. So you can also just kind of like coast mm-hmm. and not use as much gas. Mm-hmm. Thanks I for. <laughs> I don't know if that's scientifically true, but yeah, I'm just going with it. <laughs> I don't think it really works when you're just bouncing around the city. Yeah, well, you know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. How's your week coming? Week's going okay. Mm-hmm. Um, ate a lot of cheeseburgers for Fourth of July. Oh, that reminds me. Have you ever had a Philly taco? Tell me more. Philly taco on South Street in Philadelphia. There's a cheesesteak place called Jim's. Yeah. It's one of my top. Oh. If, if I'm going to have... Oh, put Lorenzo's? Yes. Okay. okay. No, I have not. A Lorenzo's slice of pizza asking is something die. like two slices, two and a half slices it's of pizza. It's a big slice of pizza. It's a very large slice it's of huge. pizza. Philly taco, you get a cheesesteak and you wrap that Don't in do Lorenzo's. This. Don't do this. I ate a Philly taco yesterday. Why would you do that? I was saying farewell to my friend Eric Smith. He is one of the guys who uh, created, pioneered Geekadelphia here in Philly, mm-hmm. and he is leaving Philadelphia for Richmond. He's is Geekadelphia still going on? Geekadelphia is going to go on. Okay. It, the, the future, is, it, it is unclear, but it will live. Geekadelphia will survive, and he is going to be going to Richmond. We were saying farewell to him yesterday. He says, before I leave Philly. I got to get me a Philly taco. Hmm. So we got Philly tacos. 
I think I ate mine in under six minutes. And you then, timed it? Yeah. I was it was quick. So what you got a cheesesteak from Jim's. Cheesesteak from Jim's. You got a slice of cheese from Lorenzo's. Yeah. Uh-huh. You put it long ways or you put it like how? You wrap it kind of like it's a burrito. You like roll it? Yeah, you roll it. This sounds you really bad. It. And then you hold... Yeah, it looks really bad. And then you, you do like everything you can mess. to eat it. Dude, we had some... We had a, maybe a dozen people come out to do this. I, you didn't invite me. I think... Well, okay. Look, we were having a goodbye party. I wanted to make sure oh, I, yeah, I, I brought everybody. Right. Yeah, I called my Nana. I said, Nana, what are you doing? Eric's leaving. She says, who is Eric? I said, no, 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 no. Details. Do you want to come out for a Philly taco? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, yeah. Pa- she said pass. Right. Yeah. Anyway, the point is, I ate a Philly taco uh-huh. very quickly. It was a milestone in my life. And the consequences were? Uh, I feel great. Really? Yeah. After? I feel I didn't feel great last night. I, I feel really, really, really good right now. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling at any point in time, I have like a ticking time bomb inside of me. It's only a matter of time for the true consequences uh, <laughs> yeah. make their way to the surface. <laughs> I am, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, let's just call it that. Let's just call it that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm riding high. Okay. Hiding my shame. Right. In my stomach. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we did, for, we did uh, you know, hanging out with friends, um, eating food, eating burgers. Mm-hmm. So, you know, things were generally cool. But, mm-hmm. you know, it was really unfortunate just to hear the Alton Sterling news yeah. on Twitter. Like, late last night as I, was, as I was going to sleep, it was just, like, very, very sad. Very frustrating. Yeah. Very, very angering. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's you know, it's one of those things that I'm just kind of like, not, like, it's, I don't know, because it, it, it happens so much. Yeah. It happens so often being a black man and you hear so much of what you feel like people not understanding and people yeah. not really getting it, you know? So when something like this happens and you're just like, this is what we're talking about. You know what I mean? I do. It's, it's rough. I, uh, I, I don't know how anyone is supposed to react mm-hmm. to something like this. I, I found out about Alton Sterling last night, late last night. Yeah. I was sitting down. I was watching HBO and it pops up in my timeline and everything just kind of stops. I turn, I pause HBO and I just sit down and I look at what other people are saying. Mm -hmm. And I find that this is the thing. This is my response is all I can do right now is listen intently to what other people are saying. Black people are saying Mm -hmm. because those are the voices that I think are significant in the moment. Unless you were at the scene and you have something to contribute to how it happened, how it went down. I, the only voice that matters is, are, are, are the people who are affected. And I think the people who are affected are not me. It's not white, like normal Joe. Like it's, I, I don't know. I feel like my opinion is just on hush for a long time. All I can do is listen. Mm-hmm. All I can do is listen. And yep. I listen for a long time. I still am. And I will continue to do that. And I'm, I'm pissed and I'm sad and I like, it's a cocktail of the worst emotions you can have. Yeah. I saw, I saw the, uh, video on CNN of his son. I can't crying. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm done. I can't, I'm done. He's like, he starts screaming. I want my daddy. I'm like, this is, this is too much. This is too much. And 
like the perspective again being like we sit here and we talk about superheroes we talk about good guys and bad guys and all that kind of stuff on Kampu Junta all the time. Yep. <clears throat> and if I can put it in perspective, put it in perspective for maybe some folks who can't really like wrap your mind around it. Yep. Talk about Batman. Okay. Talk about Superman. Talk about Captain America. We got so angry. The internet got so angry. Captain America says, Hail Hydra? Yeah. What? Yeah. How could you? How dare you? Captain America doesn't exist. Yeah. He's not real. Yeah. The closest thing to what's supposed to be Captain America is what? A police officer. Mm-hmm. That's what a superhero is supposed to be. Protect, Protect and serve. and serve. Yeah. Now imagine if Captain America, you felt like everyone who looked like you, the super soldiers yeah. were after you. Yeah. Geek culture. Wrap your head around that. That's terrifying. Wrap your head around that. That's fear. That's that's the fear that I feel. That's the fear that I'm talking about this with my wife. Mm -hmm. She's like, man, if we have kids, if we have a son, that could be. And then she stops mid-sentence and goes, that could have been you. Mm -hmm. That could have been you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like th that, that could be anybody. We know the, the ones who are supposed to save us, the ones who are supposed to look out for us, the ones who are supposed to swoop in and, you know, knock us out of the way of the car and take the bullet and protect and serve. Shoot you dead because you were selling CDs. Are the ones that you feel like are the supervillains. Now, how confusing is that? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so I'm just trying to put it in context for what we talk about every day because you might be a homeless and a comic book gentleman and go, what does this have to do with anything? Yeah. Well, let's get to the book of the week. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Let's mm -hmm. get to the news. Well, if you've listened to this show, you know this is how Adam and I do. Mm -hmm. We don't just take in geek culture separate from popular or current events. Mm -hmm. We weave it all within. And, you know, like there is no Superman. Yeah. But when you grew up, you know, you looked at the firemen, the police officers, and the military. Like those yeah. were the guys. Yeah, those are superheroes. Those are the superheroes. And it's like, you know, that's how a lot of the black community are like, the superheroes are after us. Yeah. And it's like, even talking about it now, it's, it's, it, I get emotional thinking about, you know what I'm saying? I do. This I is do. the guy with the shield. The, this is the guy with the logo on his chest who's supposed to come to my rescue. Yeah. And when I see him, I, I, I turn the music down. I slow down. Right. I make sure my seatbelt is on. Hands on 10 and 2. I turn the corner. I, you know what I mean? Because he's the supervillain. Yeah. He's the one who's coming to get me. And, and even if I'm not doing nothing wrong, yeah. I'm on... I'm I'm on high alert because Everything it's changes. like Everything changes. You don't you don't you don't know because who's going to police who watches the watchmen? Who watches the watchmen? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and you know, it's the frequency of this. I think for me, mm -hmm. that terrifies me more than anything because it's become so normal. Yeah. It's become a crime to be a black person in public. A potential crime. Yeah. Like at any point in time, our heroes, our protectors might not like what you're doing. And I mean, it, it like there's a there's a real point where I, I I 
you feel less than human. Yeah. Because you've heard my voice on this show long enough to know that I have, I'm opinionated. Yeah. And I can even come across a certain kind of way. I almost feel like when I deal with the police, yes, sir. No, sir. I got to lower my voice. I got to sh- bend my shoulders. I got to lower my head and become across as unaggressive as possible. I can't even speak with this tone that I do on the show. No, I could, I could, I could like, I have to watch my tone because yeah. black aggression yeah. or anything that seems aggressive could somehow make the authorities feel like, I'm in danger or he needs to be taken down. We, you like, know, we, we don't, we don't have all of the details about what happened sure. in Alton and Alton Sterling's case last night. I don't think there are any details that are going to tell me that this wasn't an absolute nightmare, horrible, horrible decision by someone who murdered another person. Mm-hmm. I, I, for me, there's nothing that I'm going to learn that says, okay, yeah, oh, it makes okay. sense. Oh, well now I see. No, 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 no. You know, it doesn't work like that. But, but the thing that I think is relevant and something that I did share last night was somewhat quickly after I learned about what happened is mm-hmm. Louisiana gun laws. It's open carry. Yeah. You'd be 17 open carry. Mm-hmm. That is legal. You that can is, have a gun on you. Yeah, you can have a gun on you. And Alton Sterling su- supposedly had a gun in his pocket. Mm-hmm. Supposedly. Don't even know, but uh, it, it was said that the police pulled a gun out of his pocket. But it was, it was legal. And so the idea of Alton Sterling having something that he was legally allowed to possess suddenly was black aggression. It's not just a person who is abiding by the law anymore. It's danger. Mm-hmm. And uh, that that double standard, that contradictory, like, yeah, walk around with a gun, no problem. Except for you, not you. You're not allowed to. Yeah, and that's and that's the stuff that ever since a young kid and even as an adult, that's a part of what it means to be a person of color, what it means to be a black, a black person. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is a part of the heritage that I've been taught, and I'm going to have to teach to my children, you know what I mean? Like, hey. Right, wrong, or indifferent, son or daughter, this is how you are seen. Yeah. This is how you are perceived. And perception is reality. So you have to factor this in. And these are things that other people in majority culture don't they don't have to live. No, never comes up. Never comes up. That you know, you don't have to think, am I coming off too aggressive? Yeah. Yeah. Am I coming across threatening? You know what I mean? Am I coming? Am, am, do, do I need to tone it down a bit so they don't feel threatened by me? Yeah. So they don't feel like they have to protect themselves from me. You know what I mean? And like I said, in a community where we lift up superheroes as that's the stuff that we're most excited about. And if you're mad, if Captain America says Hail Hydra, I wonder where those same Hail Hydra people are. The, the angry After Hail this. Hydra people are. Where are you? Is this not the, you know, you know what I mean? Is this not worse than Hail Hydra? Yeah. Is this not the same fictional thing? character you know who pledges I mean? allegiance to fictional organization? Right. This is this is as real. But as this it is gets. A, these are real human beings. Yeah, yeah. It's happening over and over and over again. So, just something for you to chew on, consider, talk about with your friends, your family, your loved ones. You know what I mean? And I would just encourage you. Um, to listen to those people who are hurting, listen to those people who are wrestling through with this. Just be there, hug them, be an ear, try to under seek first to understand and then to be understood. Yeah. 
I, uh, on that note, I was following along with uh, Terrell Starr uh, on Twitter. Terrell Starr is a national political correspondent for Fusion. And I, he had a lot of things that I thought were poignant, a lot of insight to share mm-hmm. last night. He was very upset. He was shook. This is not difficult for me to understand. Of course he is. But uh, he, he said some things that I thought were really poignant about mental health mm-hmm. and black people witnessing so much black death and how that, what that perception is and what that does to your mind. Yeah. And you need to be able to take a break. You need to be able to separate from seeing this. See this understand it's real, be afraid, be sad, be upset, be angry, but you need to be able to escape. You need to be able to walk away, clear your mind, work on it mm-hmm. because that affects you. I, yeah. I, how could it not affect you yeah. to see someone who looks like you, who represents you always, always, always be on the tail end of this. Like that no, no, yeah. no. So, I, you know, he, he said something, this, I, I have absolutely no illusion in my mind that when I'm reading trail stars tweets that they are written for me, but he said something that I, I thought was helpful, which he says, if you need to watch Netflix, watch Netflix. Mm, if you that. need to take a walk, take a walk. Yeah. Don't watch the video. And, and truth be told, man, like if I can make a suggestion, I can't tell you what to do, but I can no. make a suggestion it would probably be helpful for you to not watch that video over and over and no. over and over no. and over again. Might not be the most helpful thing for you to share it. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just saying, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, like it's not a movie. It's real life, you know? So yeah, maybe, you know, like, cause it, it's a weird, it's a weird mixture of feeling numb for me and feeling exposed at the same time. That's, that's a very good point. You know, like you're almost like, well, what can I do? Yeah. What, what can I even do? You know, like what? Yeah. Again, it, 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 I feel bad that I'm not surprised. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not like, what? It's like, yeah, I could, mm -hmm." that is, that is my greatest shame in this entire thing is not feeling surprised not feeling more shocked and more upset mm-hmm. because I'm, I'm now in a position where I'm like this again, we're doing this again. Yeah. That you can't do that. That, that you can't. I hate that. I hate that. So I, I want to shout out Terrell star if for no other reason, because a lot of what he's pointing out in the wake of, of this news, as we learn things is talking about, uh, uh, racial and social injustice, of course, and mental health. Yeah. And pay attention to your mental health. Do you have someone you can talk to? Is there anyone that you can, uh, uh, you know, partner up with? Like I have so many strong feelings. I just need to get this stuff out. And if you, and, and listen, I don't, I mean, I don't know who I'm talking to, but <clears throat> sometimes a good cry. Yeah. A good cry. Yeah. Just get it out. Mm-hmm. Just get it out. You know what I mean? Don't, you don't have to grit your teeth and like clench your fist. Sometimes the best thing to do is just get it out of you. You know what I mean? Feel, be in the moment. You know what I'm saying? Because, because you're right. Like, in, like he's saying, there's only so much of, there's only so much of this that you can take and just kind of like shoulder shrug, 
Like it's all good. We yeah. have we, we even have a question in Talkback which talks about how do you deal with these? You know, not exactly this, but but similar, similar. So yeah. we'll get to that. But we just wanted to touch on that because that is news. Yeah, and it does. It does relate to what we're talking about. Yeah, we we're we're lucky to be able to turn to comics and, and geek culture for refuge, you know, for escapism and for safety and entertainment. So I, I want to recognize that we're, we're fortunate enough to be able to do that. Not everybody has that as an option. Yeah. I want to be able to use that as a device to make sense of the world that we live in. It's a lot of times don't make no damn sense. So a lot of the things that I, I would love to make sure that we do when we talk today is just remind ourselves that these are things that we turn to, to make ourselves feel good, to feel safe, feel optimistic and hopeful. Um, and that's important. That's a very, very, very important piece of surviving, being fulfilled. Right. You know? So with that, as we get into the news, the first thing that I want to talk about is John man. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's John man, of course. And then the second thing I want to talk about right. is Riri Williams. How about that? So Riri Williams. So internet Riri Williams is a new character that's going to be coming in Invincible Iron Man. So mm-hmm. uh, is it Invincible Iron Man? Invincible Iron Man. Invincible yeah. Iron Man is going to be getting rebooted with the whole Marvel Now. Is that what it is? Yeah. Marvel Now is going to be the, uh, I, I think the post-Civil War II. Mm-hmm. status quo mm-hmm. so marvel now speaks to this is the marvel universe now and we are considering like uh after civil war ii resolves there's going to be a new status quo new heroes new alignment and riri williams is going to be right now the new internet iron man there is a level of spoilers that spoilers that's involved in this story maybe you know May- well, you mean uh, regarding iron man well we don't really know if you, you know, we don't know, but I'm just trying to be fair, mm-hmm. you know, for, for people who are like, no, no, don't tell me, you know? So, you know, three, two, one spoilers. It's your fault. Okay. <laughs> so now, um, this takes place after civil war. Yeah. And after civil war, Tony Stark is no longer Iron Man. Yeah. And so he, he might be, we in, don't know why we don't know how come we don't know how we don't know what that means. Exactly. Yeah. Do this not is, read into that. This is why I'm saying spoilers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I you may be a person who's like, why did you just tell me what happens at the end of civil war? The article on comicbook.com went out of the way to say, and this is, this is uh Bendis saying this, right? Yeah. Brian, this, Michael this is Brian Michael Bendis went out of his way to say, you do not know the end of civil war. We did yep. not just spoil anything for you. Yep. We did not tell you anything. Civil War is still going to go on. You're still going to have a good experience, mm-hmm. but we're just doing our job anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So Bendis is responsible for uh, a lot of characters. Jessica Jones, Miles, uh, Miles Morales, of course, um, Maria Hill, mm-hmm. S.H.I.E.L.D., and now Riri Williams, and, and there are many more in the lineup, I'm sure. But I mean, this is exciting to me. Like t- Tony Stark taking a step back from Iron Man, from, I suppose, active duty, flying around and saving the day. Who knows? And then, uh, who, however this plays out, but paying attention to a 15-year-old black girl who managed to make, essentially make her own Iron Man suit. In her dorm room. In her dorm room. She, yeah. She all that. Yeah. 
I'm really excited by this. Big thing about Riri, though, is she's got this big head full of curly hair. Very curly hair. Yeah. So I want to know what that helmet's going to be like. <laughs> are we going to get a... Is there, is there a ponytail? All up in the visor. Or are we just going to like... you know? Yeah. Are we, are, is she doing boxer braids to like lay them down? Something I've, I've appreciated. Does Bendis even know what boxer braids are? That's a pretty good question. I feel like maybe he does. You know he's, what I mean? He's spending some time with Miles and Miles' family. Yeah. Uh, I... I Cause she got to do something. She, she will something have to do something. Hair. I like I mean, that they. If, if you have Stark Tech, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. Like that's the one like, thing that he can solve. Who gonna braid her hair? Oh yeah, it's such a shame that you have this uh, all these fragments in your heart, and you got to power yourself with this eternal battery. But what you gonna do about your hair? Hey, you know, what are you gonna do with that? That's what happens, man. Yeah, Tony might be like, I know how to fix everything, but black hair just. I do. <laughs> Just, just I can't figure it out. Riri's like, like lambs wool. Riri's like, I got this. Don't worry. I've I've been black my whole life. Uh, I, I that's know how to do it. Very funny. That is so, very funny. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm, I'm very excited about it. It's it's never enough, and I like that, that. But that makes me want to read it. And I remember when Christina Faith. By the way, Christina Faith is the one who did the, the is a cinematographer who mm-hmm. did the documentary for. Um, Odomni and Andy Minio and does all the Maverick Thoughts videos and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. She asked me, she said, I want to read, we were in a comic book store. She's like, I want to read comics. I want a woman and I want her to be black. Yeah. And I told the story on the show before and I was like, uh, yeah, I don't limited nowhere to send you. Shuri. So now we have someone else that we can point someone to who's like, I want to read a black woman. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to read a white guy. I don't mm-hmm. want to read a, a white a, a white girl or a black, you know, I, I want a black woman. So now there's another story that yeah. makes me want to read it. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Absolutely. And I haven't been keeping up with Iron Man, but the, it, mostly because Tony Stark was never my favorite character, but now I have this opportunity to grow with Riri and get to know her and mm-hmm. what she's all about. Tony's like, don't you see Riri right next to me? I love that we can don't just put you Drake, see Riri? We can just put Drake anywhere right next and to it me. works. I Photoshop Drake's head on top of Tony Stark's body. And mm-hmm. I posted that cover on Instagram. And you played controller. Yeah, I'm wait. Yeah, well, it's hype. Is it's on hype? Oh, uh, okay. I'm, I'm just waiting for it to blow up. I'm waiting for it to reach Drake. Mm-hmm. So then he'll see that. He'll acknowledge. I'm also waiting for designer to see my tweet. Oh yeah, about envelopes. I got big ideas. I'm going. Yeah, places. you you go, you know. I don't know why they haven't hired you yet. I don't know. I don't know. Speaking of, nah, not really. Okay. Something separate. No clue where we're going here. Let's see what yeah, happens. Uh, Mark Millar is also working on a new character. Oh, yes, yes. Mark Millar, the uh, the the wonderful human being that I love so much. Sarcasm. Uh, he works on Kick-Ass. And he's, I don't have a problem with him. No, uh, Right. Yeah. Adam don't like him. That's true. I just I, Not to my taste. Uh, he works on Kick-Ass, and he's going to be bringing Kick-Ass back. He says he wants to revisit that world, those characters, and... Uh, he is a new protagonist taking the helm of Kick-Ass, I believe. And it is a black girl, a young now, black girl. I don't understand this exactly because okay. I, I I read this article and I asked you about it. Uh-huh. Are we starting from the beginning? I don't think we're starting from the beginning. Or are we just picking up and it's like, you know how Batman's like, you know, when I pass, someone else is going to have to take over the... I believe that's what's happening here. I think we are going to the exact same universe, same timeline. Yeah, so it just picks up where the last one left off. Right, and then you have this girl who's going to be saying, there's there's a hole here, somebody's got to fill it, I I am the new... I'm the the kick-ass now. Mm -hmm. Cool. 
Just legit. Mark Millar, all he does is make stuff. He just works, works, works. And makes and turns it into movies. And turns it into movies. But he is crazy prolific. So I like to see something a little bit different coming from him. That's absolutely not a bad thing. Yeah. The only thing is kick ass is just so hyper violent, so crude. Yeah. It's not a comic that I like very much, mm-hmm. but I can't complain if you're gonna take some chances. Yeah, I definitely want to see. What this hap- what happens with this? The one thing that honestly happens in my mind mm-hmm. is how much do you actually understand what it's like to be a black woman, Mark Millar? Yeah, Brian Michael Bendis. Sure, you know what I mean. Like, sure, you can write it. Like Miles has been great. You sure. know, yeah. so it's not that you can't, but. <clears throat> We've talked about different stories being told yeah. from the perspective of different people. I would definitely like to see, I think that there's progress in seeing these characters. And I love the fact that Tanahasi Coates is writing Black Panther. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mm-hmm. love that, you know, Kugler is directing Black Panther. I love that, you know, we have Power Man and Iron Fist. That are, so I, I want to see more of the creators, you know, a lot more diversity in the creators as well. I think it's fantastic that we have diversity in the characters, and I want to continue see that diversity continue. Yes, in the creators. Also, yes. keeping with that, you know, the whole Oscar so white thing. Yeah, there's a whole. They recently what has happened. I heard this on the Fanbro show. I was listening to Fanbro. Shout out to Tatiana King Ali, uh, Tatiana King Jones. I messed it up. Tatiana King Jones, mm-hmm. Chico Leo, DJ Ben Hamin. They were talking about how um, they what, what what is it the Oscar board? It's or like whatever? the Oscar like the the Academy. The Academy. The Academy. They've recently just like asked a whole bunch of people, people of color to be a part of it. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I saw like, it was lots like a, of people, uh, like a hundred or more, like maybe, maybe even diversity. more than that. Yeah. Like Idris Elba. And I think it was Marlon Wayans and John Boyega and just more people than I can name. But yeah, that like it's greatly changed it and it's happened very quickly. So yeah, as much as we talk about when things need to change, I think it's important to also point out when things are changing as well, mm-hmm. you know? And to your point about, uh, just to go back a moment to Malar or Bendis, like how much do you actually know about what it is to be a black woman? How much, how, how can you speak as that character and understand that you are doing justice? Something that I find interesting is, is that thing, you know, when do you decide, yes, I'm going to take on this character and I am the person to do it. Uh, I know that sometimes these people consult these writers, these creators consult, Mm -hmm. you know, that actual person, black women and say, you know, does this look right? Or black girls Mm -hmm. of a certain age. Is this something that makes sense? Is this accurate? Or is it, or are they like, what? Yeah. And I was reading the most recent Bitch Planet, and at the very end, Kelly Sue DeConnick, who is writing Bitch Planet, she says, okay, I have some things that I want to admit. I feel kind of shaky on it, but I just want to put it in writing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They introduced their first transgender character, and she says, Kelly Sue says, I wanted to make sure that I wasn't messing this up. Mm-hmm. Like, I wasn't just going to walk into pretending that I know what I'm doing. Yeah. So I spoke to transgender people, people and said, does this look right? Does this sound right? Yeah. Can you imagine this? Does anything feel inauthentic to you? Mm-hmm. And I have so much respect. Yeah. Cause if, it's not like we, cause 
I don't think it's fair to say black people should be writing black people because exclusively. Yeah. In a comic book, how often is everybody all black? Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Very, very, very rarely. There's plenty of times where everybody's all white. Always. Like that, that happens all the time. Yeah. But, and that's the same thing. I'm not trying to say, uh, Hey, white creators stay in your lane. Not only write white people. But there is a question mark going like, I don't know that I'd be able to authentically tell a story from the position of somebody who's transgender. Yeah. I don't know anything about what that's like. Yeah, yeah. At all. So you, you the desire to represent diversity, you, you want to meet that all the way. You can't just go halfway into that right. and say, let me just uh, make some shit up. I hope it works. <laughs> you know? Yeah, 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 like, yeah. I never want to go into that half-cocked. But I've never seen anything in Power Man, Iron Fist, never seen anything in Black Panther, never seen anything in uh, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, haven't seen anything that's jumped out to me and gone, huh? If anything, I've seen they've been doing a great job. So yeah. none of this is in any way any kind of diss that goes, you're doing it wrong. So far, so good. It's just the question mark. Yeah. And I think a lot of it has to do with me looking at it from my perspective, like, could I do that? Yeah. You know, could I, could I put, you know, I think, and again, I think that's the weird thing where it's like, where you, where you're a minority living in majority culture and majority culture is the standard. Of course, you know Mm -hmm. how to write and explain and tell stories from the majority culture. Yeah, of course. Does the majority who has, doesn't often find itself in a situation where it needs to acclimate itself to the minority culture. That's right. Do you know how to do that? Yeah. If you can't, necessarily relate can you tell a real story from that perspective it it pays to do research and something that i'll say all the time it just it pays to listen it pays to listen so before you read the story and you want to make sure that it's a good one and make sure that you keep open ears for the people who you are representing Mm -hmm. with that character um bendis is is doing great i wonder how bendis works in terms of riri um I would love to know. Bendis is an excellent writer, super talented. We'll find out. But we're going to find out. I'm excited about the news. Um, I, I want to move to some more Marvel news, and this something is uh, this is something interesting to me. Marvel at San Diego Comic-Con is unveiling a statue 13 feet tall of Captain America. Is Cap 13 feet tall this whole time? We didn't know? No, nah, not, not to my understanding. I don't think I think he's standing on like a thing. I also don't know if it's supposed to be like life size. I don't think so. If he's thirteen feet tall, well, no, 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 no. Bigger than a but he, you know, goal. he's 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 standing up on this base on a platform, so he's elevated. Why are we doing this? Why why are we doing this? Yeah, this is to commemorate seventy five years of Marvel, mm-hmm. and Marvel has decided they want to represent their commitment of Marvel Comics and the way they express freedom through Captain America. Okay, I'm about it. Apparently, the statue weighs over a ton. It's going to be debuted at San Diego Comic-Con in July. So I'm going to climb up on it and write false God on it? No. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to do some Batman v Superman. Don't do it. Don't Uh, do it. And then after its debut in San Diego, it will be shipped to Brooklyn, where it will stay. Ah. Prospect Park. Are we going to get a Spider-Man one? I don't know if we're planning to get a Spider-Man one. I mean, I imagine that could happen. Is that what it's going to be with the shield up in the air? Yeah, shield up in the air. 
It's very it's iconic. Dope. Shields up it's in the air. Dope. This is just a sketch, of course. And then this uh, is great radio because we know they can all see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what we're looking at, we're looking at a sketch of what it's going to look like. Uh, Captain America has his knee raised up on this one bit, and he's holding his shield in the air. He's looking dope, and it's going to be inscribed with the line, "I'm just a kid from Brooklyn," mm. which I like because okay. it's decidedly not glamorous. Just mm. like. Anybody. I'm just anybody. Right. What's crazy to me is that line was taken from the first movie, Captain America, the first Avenger. So of all things they decide to use for this statue, this actual bronze statue movie is from the movie. Yeah. So there's, that's the the access point for the the most people. Exactly. Yo, there's your evidence. You'll have more people who've watched the movie than people. who There is your evidence that Captain America is in, in the world. He influences the world. Think about before the Marvel Cinematic Universe, whose favorite character was Captain America? Mine. That's it. But you're, <laughs> no, yeah, number one, he's your number two. And yeah, that's outside true. of that, your number one is Man John. So. Yeah, that's true. I can't wait until we, oh my God, 800 episodes of Comic Book Junto later. I'm like, did you hear this one? A 13 foot tall statue, the man thing, they're just putting it in a swamp. They won't even tell you where it is. Right. You have it's to just find in a swamp. You gotta find it. Like it, don't touch it, even it'll burn you. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want that. This is exciting news to me. I love that Cap's getting getting the treatment. Yes. So I saw this on comicbook.com. I was very excited about it. Have you ever seen the movie The Warriors? Mm-hmm. So the movie The Warriors, I think it's on Netflix. I hadn't seen it for like I love the Warriors. I think I saw it over the past two years or something like that for the first time. So good, right? It's really good. Crazy. So the Russo brothers, the same guys who directed Captain America Civil War, which we loved, um, they are going to be doing a ongoing series based off of The Warriors. So it's going to be like an hour-long episode. Yeah. Episodic. I'm into it. I, I love that movie. I want to make sure that that movie is around for new generations. Hey, I mean, the, if just the Russo the, brothers are doing it. It's probably. I mean, the style of like the baseball furies and the gangs. You know, it's all these warring gangs in yeah. New York, and they have all of them have this fashion to them. is super stylish. Can Man. you dig it? Come out to play. So good. You hear rappers all the time use warrior stuff. Yeah. I feel like I hear that in, in a lot of songs. Bad boy. Yeah. That's where that's from. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, into the, it. Adam's favorite TV show, The Walking Dead. Oh, man. Come on. Come on, man. Why, Just why you got to get why back you, with why it? I got to tell people. Get back with it. <laughs> no. Don't. Yo, I'm, it. I'm watching you read Walking Dead today. Yes. And react with your. <gasps> yeah. Ooh. And I just, yeah. I don't need that in my life. I'm too stressed out. <laughs> too stressed well, out. Well, apparently that's exactly where they want you. Yeah. Um, so from the show, um, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. If you haven't, if you're not up to date with The Walking Dead, just fast forward a little bit. I've warned you and here we go. So um, we see this new character, Negan, at the end of the, la- the, the most recent series. Mm-hmm. And apparently Negan kills somebody. Yes. The show doesn't show you who, we just see him do it. So there's this huge cliffhanger, and of course, lots of internet folks are frustrated. They're like, yo, we're all waiting. We wanted to see what happened. So The Walking Dead, the TV show, really keeps things under wraps because they don't want to get anything out. They don't want any spoilers or anything like that. Yeah. Turns out they went so far as to film 11 different cast members 
being killed. It's just the throw, even the cast members off. This is the sort, I want to believe this, but this is the sort of thing where I'm like, is that real? That is so much money. 11 different deaths. Yeah. For 11 Because they do not want to leak it. Because, and, and so nobody knows. Yeah. Which one's actually getting used? All they know is they they filmed all these deaths. Oh, somebody's going to know when their contract gets terminated. Right. <laughs> Be like, was exactly. it me? This is the worst game of Russian roulette of all time. Right. Shoot. Rick's like, why are you, why, Andrew Lincoln, why are you killing, why, why is it a scene where I die? <laughs> yeah, Andrew? Right. Andrew. <laughs> trust us. Hey, I noticed you, uh, you haven't given me a script for the next season. Andrew. Okay. Trust us. Okay. All right. See, I'm worried about it, though. Andrew. Okay. I'm just... Okay. Andrew. It's not my call, Carl. <laughs> it's not my call. Carl. Carl. Yeah. So, I thought that was interesting. I mean... That's very interesting. Are you going to get back on The Walking Dead? You heard it here, folks. You heard it here, folks. Adam's getting back <laughs> I to did The Walking not Dead. Respond. Everybody... I did not tweet respond. at Adam Tetris, T-E-T-E-R-U-S, oh, on Twitter to congratulate him no. for joining us back again. Uh, right. we'll, uh, we'll see. Oh, we can do the commentary tracks on episodes. <laughs> yeah, we can do commentary Perfect. tracks. Perfect. Oh, it's going to be an hour of me groaning. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Speaking of which, Adam and I figured out how to do the commentary tracks. That's right. So that's coming. We're definitely doing Batman v Superman. And it's going to be awesome. Adam can't wait. I cannot wait. And since NASA just uh, uh, successfully piloted a mission to Jupiter, we got to do Jupiter Ascending. Just got to well, do I it. Well, I just figured Jupiter Ascending was going to happen. It's It has to happen. Because eventually... Oh, you know what? A friend of mine came up with this great idea. This is a little bit of an aside. This this great idea. He's going to do a screening of Gods of Egypt, but you have to pay money in order to come over for the screening. And all of the money is being donated to a cause that makes sure that there are more people of color in the entertainment industry. So it's kind of like, all right carbon emissions uh, emissions offset. It's like carbon credits. You want to see this movie? You got to make sure that you put something good in the world to make sure this, this shit never happens again. I don't know how I, I said, about oh, it. I kind of like that. If, I mean, look, <laughs> when he told me this, I said, oh, me and Ox saw it. <laughs> we didn't do that. Yeah, that's all for free. <laughs> yeah, it's all for free. Almost walked out of that thing. <laughs> Jeez. Okay, so internet, we would like you to, we would like to know which movies you would like to hear us do a commentary track on yeah um and just so you know when you listen to the commentary track we're just letting you know right now you probably don't want this to be your first time watching the movie no for sure we're going to just basically talk and crack jokes through the whole movie we will cover this before we get into doing that yeah we'll make sure that you know that this is not a good time for you to see this film for the first time probably not i would doubt it but if you decide that you want to watch this movie with us and we're just kind of holding your hands through it and also pay attention to my opinions that I espouse during Batman v Superman. Right. You know, especially because I'm right about it. <laughs> right. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Pay attention to Adam because he knows all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, finishing our news, wrapping it up here. Um, have you played or are you eager to play the new Pokemon game? Never played Pokemon. Never in your life? Never in my life. Not not even Pokemon Red mm. or Blue? I, I missed it. Or Yellow? I was in military school, I think. Oh, damn. I missed it. Damn. It's like four years. I just missed. Yeah. 
a lot of stuff. Yeah, okay, okay. All okay. four years of high school, I was gone. Here's what you need to know. Um, there's a new Pokemon game coming out and it is augmented reality style. VR? Yeah. So not, not VR. Like you actually wear John on your face, Mm -hmm. but, uh, use a camera and you walk around in the real world and using this camera, you find Pokemon. They appear in the real world. So Mm -hmm. you explore your neighborhood, you catch them all. And the game starts with the, I think the original 151. So back in old school, Pokemon red, blue. I don't know what Um, he's talking about. Pokemon go is the name of this game. Mm -hmm. It just was released for, I think a limited group of people on iOS. Okay. um, And kids are playing it. Adults are playing it. Everybody's playing it. And so many, except you, so many people are playing this game. Um, that there's a problem where you have to explore the real world. You're mm-hmm. actually walking around in the real world. Oh. And depending on where you explore, you find different Pokemon, right? right? So certain locations, businesses, and uh, like uh, police um, headquarters I ain't going in there. are set up mm-hmm. so they are like special spots right, where, where you, you can, can get, get items or a new Pokemon, stuff mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. So there's this uh, police headquarters in Darwin, Australia, and they have issued a message to people playing Pokemon Go. They put this out on their Facebook page, and they're just trying to tell people, hey, we noticed that a lot of kids are coming into our headquarters trying to catch Pokemon <laughs> and like, cool, 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 cool. But don't, <laughs> don't, don't do that. The way that they handled this is I think what makes it really special though, because they posted and used the language of Pokemon. They said, uh, where did I see here? They said for, for those budding Pokemon trainers out there using Pokemon go, mm-hmm. whilst the Darwin police station may feature as a poke stop, Please be advised that you don't actually have to step inside in order to gain the Pokeballs. But it's also a good idea to look up away from your phone and both ways before crossing the street. Mm. That sand shrew isn't going anywhere fast. <laughs> Stay safe and catch them all. They definitely reached out to someone and was like, can you help us with this? Dude, I love that. Can you help us? I we love don't, we don't, we that. Don't, all we know... Is that these kids walking in with their head down? Yeah, and this ain't gonna work. They're crossing the street with their head down. They're walking into a police station, coming trying in, to catch them all. Trying to catch them all. And I love that they said, "Look, do you? I know that you're gonna be a poker master. You got to do what you got to do. But you have to do it. Be safe, right? Please be safe. I don't know anything about this. I'm loving this. this I'm very excited. The, this is about the aspect this. of the geek culture I just missed. There's there's a legitimate concern now. Like it's it's great. Hey, go outside, kids. Explore outside. Have fun outside. Play video games go outside and do it but there's a legitimate concern that this game is going to cause pe- kids to wander around in places wander where maybe off their, <laughs> their parents don't even know why'd you walk I just into the to catch them all why'd you walk into the middle street like that marcus i just want to catch them all I, I you gotta, can't do that i gotta I got catch them <laughs> i got i gotta catch them all how i make cool monster <laughs> crypto series where where, where Pokemon at? Yeah. <laughs> How do I catch pocket monsters? Where, where Pokemon at? So I'm excited about Pokemon Go, and I love that. Are you going to be walking story. around with your head down playing? Mm, most likely not. All right. Most likely not, okay. but I like the idea. It, okay. seems, it seems interesting to me. Yeah. 
I think that's it. I, th- I think that's going to do it for our news. That's today. it for the news this time. Now we're going to go to our talk back segment. This is the point where we talk back to you as you talk back to us. So if you have any questions that you want to ask us, you can submit those questions to us via Twitter using hashtag AskCBJ. Or you can send an email to comicbookjunto at barefruit.com. That's comicbookjunto, J-U-N-T-O, at B-3-A-R-F-R-U-I-T dot com. And your question might get asked and answered on the show. Mm -hmm. Feel free to ask us whatever you want. And... It doesn't have to be about comics. Doesn't have to be about comics. Doesn't have to be about geek culture. Mm -hmm. And um, we'll do our best to answer it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So what we got? All right, we're going to start with one from Twitter. This one comes to us from our friend Detroit Mel. He says, Ask CBJ, have you guys tried comic book subscription services like Blind Box Comics, Comic Bento, etc.? Have you tried ever a comic book subscription? Loot Crate. Loot Crate. Loot Crate I've done. Yeah, what's the story with Loot Crate? How does it work? Basically, what you do is you can buy one box, you can buy um or you can buy a year subscription or you can buy there's different options that you can choose, but ultimately, you choose a subscription and every month they send you a box of geek stuff and you get more in stuff than you do paying for it. Do you still do it? No, not anymore. Did, but you enjoyed it while you did I it. I did. Yeah. yeah. You know, and you often, you get a t-shirt every time you get some sort of toy. A lot of times they had comic books or other books in there and stuff like that. Sometimes yeah. it was stuff I was into. Sometimes it was stuff I wasn't into. I'm looking at comic bento right now and I'm interested because the way that this is sold, it's a box of comics every month, $17 and 50 cents a month. And they give you at least $50 worth of surprise graphic novels. Hmm. But the way that it works, it appears, is you sign up for a one-month, three-month, six-month, or year-long plan. So you, you've got to actually situate yourself into being in like a, a plan, like a magazine subscription. Yeah. Like, I, I've got this rolling for yeah. whatever set amount of yeah. time. I like that because you get graphic novels. Mm-hmm. Like, that's really dope. But $50 worth of graphic novels makes me question how many actually are in the box. One, maybe two. Because some of those drawings are expensive. Or Marvel puts out a real skinny thing and it's like 25 bucks. Yeah. Or it's something that you is, is really obscure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I, I'm. I think I'm good on that. I buy enough comics every month. I so I don't I don't do the subscription service, but I I kind of like the idea. This seems like it would be maybe a good gift for someone. Yeah, a lot of the stuff that I got throughout the year when I was doing Loot Crate that I didn't want, I ended up giving to my church uh, toy drive because I didn't I didn't I didn't just open everything. Like yeah. if it wasn't something I was into, I just wouldn't open it, mm-hmm. and I would hold on to it. So at the end of the year, I would just come and give all these like cool sealed toys. Yeah, away. That's legit. Yep. Yeah, I like that a lot. So it's a it's an interesting question because it's not something that I've considered doing. Mm-hmm. And I pick up books every Wednesday, just like you. Yeah. The only time I pick up a trade, I know exactly what trade I, I want. I want to get that Deadly Class that came out today. Yeah, the huge 50 Deadly bucks. Class. Yeah, I want to pick that up as That's well. That's the kind of stuff I want. Mm-hmm. I want the hardcover, oversized, put it on your shelf, mm-hmm. read it, coffee table thing. Exactly. That's I'm into that. Uh, thank you for the question, Detroit Mail. Um, follow up for you, actually. Do you use a subscription service? And if so, which one do you use? Do you like it? I would love to know. 
so we could hear from uh, actually all of our listeners. Um, yeah. If you use a subscription service and you dig it, let us know what it is, what you like about it, or what you don't. Um, you know, the more ways you can grab this stuff, it's, it's exciting for me to know. I can recommend it to more people who don't want to go to the shop on Wednesday. Closest thing I do to a subscription service. I've said it so many times. Marvel Unlimited. Marvel Unlimited. Yeah. Marvel Unlimited. Pay for it for a year. That, so yes. So yeah. Yeah. There's the answer. Yes. I yeah, do. It's just a digital subscription. I do Marvel Unlimited. That's yeah. how I get down. Uh, we also I, have a... You got more? I was going to say, I wish DC or Image would do something like that. Well, there's Comixology. And but that's correct not me like, if I'm wrong, oh, but Comixology does Image. They did just do like some sort of... Comixology's got some sort of subscription thing they're doing now, right? Yeah. I haven't looked into it. Yeah. So that's that's something to keep your eye out for. Okay. When I had a tablet, I would do that all the time. But I do not have a tablet any longer. Um, sometimes I feel like I want to pick up an iPad specifically just to read digital comics. for digital comics, but I love going to the shop on Wednesday so much. It's not like I'm curbing my, my purchases, you know? Right. I'm just making more spaces for me. I'm, I'm really, I'm just trying to get rid of the, the, uh, long boxes, I guess. But then I'm like, I love having them too. Yeah. I like the actual physical comics. It's a conflict. Man. It is an internal, it just is in the struggle is real. Digging your own comic hole. book collector. Just digging a hole. Dang. Can't get out. I remember the first time somebody came over to my apartment and said this out loud. You got a lot of comics. Now you just can't leave. Like, Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> when you say that, was that like a good thing or were you just making an observation? Ah, and that's all they say. They go, yeah. Ah. Yeah, exactly. They just make a noise. Uh, we got another piece of talk back. This one is an email. This comes to us from uh, a, a listener and first time writing in, uh, Jeremiah Thrasher TX, uh, who I know and have not spoken to in a long time. So this that? is in this uh, an interesting conduit for conversation. Mm -hmm. Jeremiah, how you been? Hit me up sometime. By the way, you can't answer this question for like 24 hours. But thank you for five stars and a positive comment. <laughs> yeah, thank you for five stars and a positive comment. Hope you've been doing well. Uh, Jeremiah sends us an email and it says, no matter the medium, comics, TV, or movies, it seems that a lot of the really high quality content out there also contains a high amount of violence and dark atmosphere. I personally feel that this helps tell better stories in a more realistic way, even in completely unrealistic scenarios like East of West or Game of Thrones. However, I still feel the need to step away from the darker storylines from time to time and just decompress. So where do you guys turn when you need time away from the darkness, but still want a quality product? Podcast is great. Keep shit up. Thanks. Thank you, Jeremiah. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. taking the time to write that email—that's that's really nice. Where do you? Where, how do you? How do you respond to that? When, when you have saturated yourself with doom and gloom, where do you go? Uh, I think I need to think a second to think about that. So I'll say while you think on that, this is largely a reason why I'm not a huge fan of. Uh, Zack Snyder and Batman v Superman. I'm not a huge fan of Mark Millar because I think a lot of their work predominantly is very dark, very gloomy. It's a little too much for me. So it's not my favorite stuff, right? I, I try to make sure that I have some balance in my comics, in my pool list mm -hmm. of things that are just straight up silly and still high quality. And I think we're in a really good time for that right now. I think I think of books like Squirrel Girl. I think of books like uh, Hellcat. 
I think of the Lumberjanes at Boom, the Adventure Time comic. That book cracks me up. Uh, some of them, uh, some comics do a pretty good job of, uh, I guess, maintaining a balance when Hawkeye was running. Matt Fraction and David Aha were doing yeah. Hawkeye. Yeah. They did a really good job of keeping things serious, but not grave, you know? Mm-hmm. So there are some out there. I need to have some of those stories every once in a while to just separate from the Frank Miller, from the um, Warren Ellis, everything yeah. is horrible or, yeah. or Garth Ennis, like uh, uh, Punisher, that sort of stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Sometimes I just need to take a breath. Yeah. And I, I try to make sure that I'm picking up comics that are a little lighter in tone. Well, you know, now that I've had some time to think about it, I've said this on the show before. I don't spend a lot of yeah. time on things that I'm not having fun with. Yeah. You know, but and, you got to define fun, right? So one of the things that I think this shows up the most for me is late at night. I don't like watching heavy things, mm-hmm. like, which is funny that you say that because so much heavy stuff airs late at night. Yeah, I think like, of Preacher, Game mm-hmm, of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Like I like to watch Teen Titans Go. Mm-hmm. I like to watch. Harvey Birdman, attorney. Mm. I like to watch Harvey Birdman. You know what I mean? You got that thing I sent you. Hey, there he is. I love Harvey. Yeah. I I mean, I just have my go-to comedy shows, like a good stand-up comedian where you're just like gut bust laughing. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, broad city. Yep. Um, blackish you know what i mean just like i have my shows where it's like i want to laugh and i think i just have a good balance and yep. it's it's like they call it in, in strength and conditioning and training they call it auto regulation okay so you have a program right the program says you're supposed to lift x x amount of times today mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you know some days you go in there and you're like you i feel great I feel great. I'm maxing out. I'm auto-regulating. Yeah. Today's the day I'm going to go for that one rep max. I'm going for it. Yeah. There's another day you feel like trash. Mm-hmm. Your hands hurt. Your feet hurt. Tired. You didn't even want to put... You walked in and the smell of the gym is like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. You pick the bar up. Everything hurts. You auto-regulate. You mm-hmm. go, you know what? I'm not... And, and the program says max out. You're like, I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, I'm going to stop in the middle of the workout. I'm going home. Yeah. I'm going to eat. I'm going to sleep. I'm going to recover. Yeah. So I think I have that when it comes to my content. Mm-hmm. I auto-regulate. Like if I'm watching something and I start to be like, you know what? I can't... I'm just not in the mood for this right now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I go to something that I like. I watched... The first episode of Attack on Titan. Oh, yesterday. You only so much that you can take, huh? <laughs> and I, as you're describing auto regulation, I'm watching the first episode of Attack on Titan. The beginning of the episode, which is a flashback of sorts, was more than I could deal with at the time. <laughs> yeah. And I actually, I haven't finished the the entire episode. It's it's not like it's an hour. It's just like thirty yeah. minutes, yeah. right? I I said to myself, I can't do this now. <laughs> right. I can't do this now. Right. This is too much. Mm-hmm. And I recognize that it is beloved. I recognize that it is quality. People that I respect and, and, and admire yeah. love this program. But for me, right this moment, 
No, I can't. Yeah. And I ended up watching Veep instead on HBO. Veep? Yeah. Silicon Valley. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's all these shows that... So, actionable, right? Yeah. What I do, where I go, when I still want a quality product, but I don't want darkness, I go to funny. Yeah. Same. I go out of my way to go to funny. Curb your enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I... I, I that, 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 and notice that's where I often go. Anchorman, mm-hmm. Office, you know, Family Guy. Just stuff that's going to, I know I'm going to laugh. It's not going to, and even if it's not even like horror or darkness, sometimes I don't want to watch Luther. It's yep. just too intense. Yep. It's too much. I got to think too much. Or the other thing is I, I can only do one thing at a time well. Mm-hmm. So if I'm cooking, I can't watch Luther because yeah. I'm going to burn the food. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because yeah, I got to yeah, sit yeah. there and stare at it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I got to sit there and watch every single thing that's going on in Preacher. Like if something happens or something go one way or The Walking Dead, all I can do is watch The Walking Dead. I can't do anything else. I can tweet during commercials. So yep. Yeah. You know. I, uh, I've been doing this with podcasts as well. There are a lot of podcasts that I listen to that are real Hilarious. heavy hilarious podcast. Yeah. And so, uh, lately, like very, very, very funny podcasts that have helped me when I cannot deal with how serious and grave and somber things are in the world or in entertainment. So here's a suggestion. Hello from magic tavern. One of my favorite podcasts. Mm -hmm. Every episode is super short. This guy falls into a portal into a, like a weird mystical land behind a Burger King and what? every single episode is all improv from comedians and improv artists. Mm-hmm. And they're just characters that he runs into in this place. My brother, my brother and me is in my opinion, the greatest podcast of all time. It's the funniest thing I've ever heard consistently. And every time I listen to that show, I, I mean, I, I laugh so hard. It's embarrassing. And that helps me get out of whatever sadness or or darkness that I was experiencing. So lots of podcasts. I probably watch, I probably listen to podcasts more than any other form of media. Yeah. So I, I so look forward to certain podcasts like Bodega Boys. Yeah. Yeah. Bodega Boys is so funny. Yeah. Bodega Boys. That's weekly. Yeah. Yeah. The read, um, like I, I man, I, I could talk podcasts all day. Bodega Boys, The Read, Fat Man on Batman, Jade Next D, The Friend Zone, mm-hmm. um, Out Here. Like, there's all these po- all these podcasts that I'm able to just kind of take in. So the majority, like I said, the majority of time, I don't think I'm really taking in dark, 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 heavy, 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 heavy stuff. That's more. Now that I think about it, it's very situational. Mm-hmm. I go to it. I take it in and the majority of the time it's funny or, you know, it's funny. It's funny or it's, um, what's the word? It's like, uh, I'm thinking it's, mm-hmm. it's something that's challenging me to think and consider or contemplate. It's just kind of heavy thought provoking that you know sort I mean? of thing. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, that's a lot of exercise. It could be exhausting. Yeah. Have you ever seen the show black mirror? Yes. Yeah. So I I remember watching you Black be, Mirror. You got to be ready to watch that. You do. And I remember watching Black Mirror and wanting to watch episode back to back and do that, John. But like realizing I can't actually too much. do I that. Can't, I can't actually. I, I can't. You, you know how like imagine if someone brought you a steak. Yeah. And a baked potato. Yeah. And this huge appetizer of chicken wings. It's just, man, you can't eat but so much much, at once. Like all of those things are good, but I need a break. 
Like yeah. I can't just keep taking episodes. Imagine somebody took a cheesesteak and just wrapped that thing in a pizza slice. Like what? Who so would do that? Go, let's just go there after this. Who would do? So you know what I did? I auto-regulated. I have Reader's Water Rice after that. Ah, yeah. And I said that was too much. I need something light. Yeah, Georgia peach. Gelati. So hopefully that answers your question. That was a great question. That's a very good question. I like that one. And it's the sort of thing I think more people should be aware of Mm -hmm. because the more time you spend in a certain mood, a certain tone, that seeps in. That That goes back to what we were talking about on Twitter saying, hey, man, look, maybe step away from this. Maybe you don't watch this video. Yeah. You know, it's a lot to take in. Mm -hmm. Seeing Mm -hmm. somebody get killed like you, like that's like a real human, like not a movie. Yeah, that's that's not play. Not at all. So, yeah. So that's that. That's a great question, Jeremiah. Thanks a ton for writing in. Really appreciate it. Uh, and again, uh, the question goes out to all of you, comic book Junto listeners. How do you how do you step away from the dark stuff? How do you step away from the real gritty, violent stuff that we look to as entertainment um, and kind of cleanse your palate from time to time? I would love to know. I'm always yeah. taking recommendations or uh, suggestions for favorite podcasts, TV shows, that sort of thing. When I want to calm down, I just watch Attack on Titan. I don't know how you your calm down ver- mode is getting true. turned up. I That's guess true. I'm watching that. I'm, I wish there was a camera on my face as I was watching that because I didn't know what to expect. And I'm watching it, and I'm thinking, how terrifying are those? Oh my those God. those uh, Titans! Yeah, look the smile. Yeah, did you get to the part where it's like? Like Aaron, like yeah. but, well, no, not Aaron, but the guy goes, "I'm gonna," and he sees it, and they kind of make it very dramatic and dark. Yeah, and the camera pans up to the face, and yeah. it's just like, can you imagine? No, how terrifying. No, no, that would be. And he's like, "Aaron, we out of here." That is that is cosmically challenging to me. I just, oh man, like if some giant titan looked through this window right now. No. My, I would I would be so scared my soul would leave my body. Like, <laughs> bye. That's it. <laughs> the only way I can survive this is just by ending it right now. But See I think ya. if you act, if and when you actually watch the show, I, I will. Think, I I'll think, get to it. I think you'll be very pleased because it's very good. All right, on to the excuse me hiccups. On to the books of the week. Into the brown bag here. I have to admit that I have a very light pull list. Today, our shop had some uh, had some shipment issues, which is not their fault, but something happened where they didn't get all the books that they were supposed to get today, Mm -hmm. which means I went in with these high hopes. I had all these ideas of what I was going to buy, but I was only able to purchase uh, a a small fraction of what I was hoping to. A mat fraction. A mat fraction of what I was hoping to pick up. My pull list is two books. One, two. That's the whole thing. What'd you get? I picked up Batman 2, mm-hmm. which is our book of the week, one yeah. of our books of the week. You know, I think I don't think it's fair uh. to make the book of the week Steve Rogers, Captain America 2. Okay. Because some people haven't even read one. All right. So we, we did mention that we were g- potentially going off air. Octavius and I were talking. We were going to make Steve Rogers, Captain America 2 book of the week. You are correct. It's probably not fair. To do that, to expect people to pick up the first one and the second one. Um, however, 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 I do think the conversation is worthy. If anybody wants to have it on Twitter, I would love to talk about Captain America 2 and what people think. If only because now we're seeing the follow through on that huge plot. I, I almost want to 
have the conversation. We we can do it next time. Now because cause it's like, okay, now see. Yeah. Now. All right. Well, so here I feel like the you conversation that's meant to be had. Let's do it. To be totally honest with you, I feel like the conversation yeah, that we should is do meant it. to be had is are y'all still upset? Really? Let's do Batman and then let's just talk trash about Captain America. Okay, deal. So my pull list is Batman two and Superman two. I had a very DC pull list. I see that. Yeah. <clears throat> my pull list was Deadpool versus Gambit. Mm-hmm. Number two. The Punisher. Number three, Superman number two, got Justice League number one. So see what that's about. Um, the Walking Dead 156. Mm-hmm. Which Yo. It, it elicited some sounds from you. Yo. If you're reading The Walking Dead, yeah. you know that page. You yeah. can feel it coming. Yeah. And you're like, is this going to happen? And then you're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Yo, so that's all I'm gonna say. That's it. That's that, all? that's my review of okay. the Walking Dead one. If you read it, you know what I'm talking about. Octavius gives it one. Yo, yo, because that's a, of, in, in short. If you're reading the Walking Dead, if you're not reading the Walking Dead, but if you're reading the Walking Dead, you know we've kind of been like, okay, uh-huh. okay, where are we going? Where are we going? Where are we going? So this issue is a. Oh, like that's what we wanted. We wanted this kind of like, and now we're about to start again. Now we're going to have this moment again. Now the story's going somewhere, but that's the walking dead. Something ramps up to something big and then it kind of slowly, it comes down always crank, 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 crank back up to the hill. And then whoosh, it's like a roller coaster. Always, always, always. This is Kirkman's way. Yep. This is the long game. And like it's not like we're ever closer to a conclusion. Who the hell knows how this stuff ends? He says it might a not long ever ways end. away. Yeah. He's been saying that forever. Saying it forever. Uh, what else is in your pull list? Uh Batman number two. That's it. That's it. Not right. So we should start with Batman two. Yes. As our book of the week. Yes. Uh we are going to go ahead and dive into this issue right now. If you have not picked up Batman 2, if you have not read Batman 2, we strongly advise you to stop listening to this episode, pause it, read the book, come back and join us for the conversation. We're entering into spoiler territory. Three, two, one. It's your fault. It's your fault. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You asked for it. Mm -hmm. So Batman number two, this is coming to us from Tom King. Mm hmm. And Tom King doing a pretty good job. And David Finch. That's right. This is uh, technically the third issue that we've got to read from yep. Tom King. Yeah. You are the Bat fan, so I would love to start with your opinions, your gut reaction. Tom King is doing a good job. Yeah. I mean, when you come off of how many years? Five years? Yeah, of, five years. Of, of Snyder. I believe so. And Capullo. Like New 52 Batman. Yeah, I've told you guys, that's my Batman run. You know, that's the one that I've been present for from beginning to end. That's the only time I've ever read Batman like live and current from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. So when a new <clears throat> person is coming in, it's kind of like, uh, okay, mm-hmm. well, all right. You know, I had no reason to not like him, um, but he's he's doing good. Like he's introducing new characters. Um, he's introducing um new conflicts, new situations, but it's still old in the sense of like, it gives you a lot of the personality of Batman that, you know, yes. you know what I mean? Yes. So it's a new situation, but I think he does a great job of grasping the personality of Batman by little moments. 
little things he says and doesn't say and the way that people relate to him and the way people, you know what I mean? And you're like, that's Batman. Yeah. That's really, really Batman. And mm-hmm. it's not as, <clears throat> I almost want to say, it's not a talky Batman. No, not very. You know what I mean? Which it's, I, I it's like. It's not an expositional, and then I was thinking, and today would be a great day to die, and blah, blah, blah. And in yeah. my heart, and I was thinking, and then the cold air came through my heart and my toe, so and so and so. I hear the such and such crunch. Like, no, we're not, we don't get a lot of We're narration. not doing all that. It's no. like almost one liners. Yeah, he, he makes his words count. That's yeah. for sure. He makes his words count. We do see a lot of familiar Batman, the way that he appears in this issue. Yep. The way that, he does smoke things. from the grate and then bam, yeah. there he is. Just crouching. That, like, that's the stuff that I'm like, this is Batman. I The way he enters and exits the frame yes. in, in this entire issue is Batman. Yes. He just appears and disappears. It's what he's, he's doing Batman. He's not necessarily saying Batman. He's mm-hmm. showing Batman, mm-hmm. you know? I love it. I really Even like up it. to his the way he calculates how he's going to do yes. things. We're seeing a lot of calculation. We're, yes. we're seeing very technical technical approach to being a superhero. Right. When he when Batman chides Gotham, this mm-hmm. new basically Superman mm-hmm. figure for mm-hmm. Gotham City. Right. When he chides Gotham and he says Wait, what's chides mean? Joke? Uh no, no. When he is basically like smacking him on the hand and saying, ah. like, what the hell are you doing? Redirect them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh when when he says, uh, from the point I interrupted, you would have caught Grundy in 1.3 seconds. He would have trampled that man in 0.7 seconds. He's looking at this. He sees the math. He says, you got to act right now in this exact way where somebody's going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. I've been doing this too long. Yeah. You're new on the scene. Yeah, yeah. You can fly. You got super strength. You got x-ray vision, but you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. And it shows. So let's, let's slow down. Let's back up a little bit. So the book opens up with Solomon Grundy. Going ham sandwich. Good to see Solomon Grundy back in. Giving you giving you the rundown. Uh-huh. Solomon Grundy, born on a Monday. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And he goes through the whole situation. Great job showing all the panels. And we've got Gotham and Gotham Girl doing work. Yep. You know, and Grundy's giving them a hard time. You know yeah. what I mean? They're smacking him. He's smacking them back and doing all kinds of damage and all that good stuff. Yeah. And, you know, Solomon's doing his monologue and... All that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Which I really like they show the monologue going through. It, it Similar when Tom King wrote Calendar Man, we're talking about villains and the cyclical nature of things. Yeah. Solomon Grundy shows up and he's running through his lines, right? Yeah. We've been through this before. Yeah. And when Batman shows up, it's basically like him saying, the only reason that I waited as long is because I wanted to see what Gotham and Gotham Girl could do. see how you guys get down. But... Y'all, I've fought him so many times. This is he's reciting the same verse. Yeah, you We've gotta imagine here. Batman's like, all right, we got Solomon yeah. ready. Okay, so uh, how am I gonna deal with this this time? Yeah, you know. Yeah, and I love the way Tom is writing Batman as this super calculated guy. Yeah, I didn't ask for easy. I asked for an angle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yep. Like, yep. he's like, I know what I'm doing. I know how to do it. I just need you to give me the information I need. So, like you said, when he first appears on the scene, hiding in the shadows, hiding in the smoke, and just revealing himself just in time to take Grundy down in one fell swoop, that's Batman. Yeah. You know what I mean? No nonsense. I don't have superpowers. I can't be punching somebody and getting slammed here and there. Like, I got to be proficient. I got to be efficient. I got to get the job done Mm -hmm. as quickly and as, you know, and as, like, 
smoothly, swiftly as possible. And Batman scolds Gotham and Gotham Girl and says, you're good. I've been watching you. You're good. You're good. Be better. Right. And then you have Gotham who is coming up and saying, okay, I want to play on your team. You're Batman. Right. Humility. I want to be better. Show me. That's humility. Now, how did you feel about that moment? I felt a little weird about that. It felt like he was brown-nosing a little bit. Well, I was kind of like, okay, I've read Batman enough to feel like that's too easy. Yeah, yeah. I feel that. That's not. There's there's a part of me. Oh no no yeah uh uh yeah Batman no 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 sure if we're doing something wrong let us know and it's like because mm. here's the thing that threw me off. Mm-hmm. Batman don't trust nobody. That's the thing. So I'm saying I have this intuition. I have this intuition that this would be an easy way for Gotham and Gotham Girl, these new players on the scene, right, to get close to Batman. Right. Show me how to be a better hero. Yeah, take me under your wing. So now, if we think about Batman, now of course I'm just I'm, I'm freestyling here. Uh, okay, what we know of Batman, Batman is often multiple chess moves ahead. Mm-hmm. Batman will show one hand, but he's really doing something with the other hand. He don't let the left hand know what the right hand is doing. You know, so. Batman's the kind of guy who would elude to bring you in close just to keep you close enough to keep an eye on you, but still not trust you. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, and, we, yeah. and we talk about that later on in the book. So, you know, ultimately, like you said, you know, Gotham's like, look, you've been at this for years. Why don't you show me how to do it right? Yeah. And Batman doesn't really answer. And Bruce is kind of in this situation where even if that's something that he's thinking about, even if he's thinking, mm, this was too easy. These people want to cuddle up next yeah. to me just out of nowhere. Even if that, he knows the reality is they can do things that I can't. Right. More of this is going to happen. Right. I won't be able to stop it. Yeah, there are going to be more meteors. There's going to be more planes. There's going to be more yada, 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 yada. Yeah. And this is where I get one of my favorite pieces of the entire issue. Everything about Alfred is perfect. Yes. Everything about Alfred, the way Alfred speaks to Batman when Batman is talking about Gotham is going to be attacked. I won't be able to finish it. Mm -hmm. He goes, well, great, because you have 150 people (laughs) waiting for you in the banquet hall and they're getting testy. Right. Like uh, as if Gotham's never been in trouble before. Yeah. How how would we possibly survive? Alfred's like, if you don't get out here and tend to these people. Like, we know what it's hitting for. This ain't nothing new. Yes. Gotham City descends ever into chaos. What a shock, sir. <laughs> it's so right. good. It's so Alfred. I love that. I love yeah, that. So he, you know, he in his sarcastic, passive-aggressive way, not, I don't even know, you know, he, he like coaxes Bruce to put the suit on and go out there. Bruce is like, fine. Okay, I want to go to it, but I'm not staying long. And Alfred goes, another shocker, sir. Mm-hmm. How my heart survives. I shall never know. Yeah. Like you, just, uh, you, you, you gotta be like, come on, Alfred. Like, how you gonna do me like give that? Give it a rest, okay? Will you? <laughs> also really like spending time with Commissioner Gordon in yeah, this one. Yeah. Uh, it's he, for me, he's, he's okay, I'm gonna let you tell well, it. Well, for I'm, me, I'm happy to see this version of Gordon. You see yourself in the book, finally. Well, I'm happy to see myself in a book. I feel right. like congratulations to me, I made it. But I uh I'm happy to see this Gordon because last we saw Gordon really was in Snyder's version where Gordon had taken over the helm. Yeah. And I thought that was really fun to do, but that's not commissioner Gordon for me. Mm -hmm. And I like to see him 
just grinding. Like uh, he's he's behind the desk. Yeah, he's doing police work. Yeah, this is Gordon. Yeah, and he's telling uh, uh, his assistant, yeah. "Tell Barbara that I'll, I'll be home in an hour, an hour and a half. Okay, two hours. She's like an hour three or two at least, at, at the most. Uh, yeah, at the three most, at the at the very most. The most I'll be here for three hours. Uh, and somebody comes in to visit him, mm-hmm. and that person apologizes for being the person who allowed Solomon Grundy to escape. Right. Yeah. Which is like, huh? so, I'm sorry, what? He just comes in and so why confesses. are you telling me this? Yeah. And then. After he tells them this, he says some weird cryptic stuff about, you know, like the monsters are coming. Yep. The monster men are coming. And he says, aren't they strange? Yeah. And then kills himself with a letter opener. Yeah. In front of Gordon. Yep. Just right there in front of his desk. As readers, we're like, what the heck is going on? Like, What is this about? Like, of course, we want to turn the page. We want to find out what's happening. What's exactly going on? Next page, we got Bruce doing his thing, you know. So funny that, you know, Batman is more Batman. He's more comfortable in a cape and a cow than he is in a suit dancing. With I'm, a I'm taking a picture of this panel because I feel like this is the most perfect Bruce Wayne depiction. Him dancing in this beautiful, like he's wearing a tux and he's dancing with this gorgeous woman and he's looking out the window. He's not even paying attention to the woman. Right. Bat signal shining. And he says, I have to go. What? That's it. Alfred. And it's like, that's so she's good. just like, I can't believe that you just bounced on me. She I, I look at these pages and I feel like Finch and King understand. They get this it. Character. They get it. Yeah. Yeah. They get it. I'm really excited. You know, and like I said, especially coming off someone who did it so well, he's He's absolutely doing a great job with this. You know, there's nothing that's happening in this book that's making me go, oh, well, I want Scott back. Like, I'm really excited with what I'm getting here. And, you know, Ta-Nehisi Coates said that his, his, his work on Vision is the best thing that Marvel's putting out right now. I agree. I 100% agree. Tom so, King's Vision is my favorite, favorite Marvel book right now. Yeah, I have to catch up on that. By a long shot. All right, so next page, we have something really, really cool, a really funny moment that's going on. Um, we've got... Bruce walking down the hallway, talking to Alfred. And I always forget the other guy, Duke, right? Duke. Yeah, Alfred and Duke, they're having a conversation. And he's saying, look, I'm going to take Gotham and Gotham Girl to go meet Commissioner Gordon. Right? Mm-hmm. And just take them to go see, you know, see how this all goes down, see what they have to offer when to keep an eye on them. So Duke basically asks them, he goes, you know, do you trust them? And he goes, I don't even trust Alfred. Yeah, Bruce, <laughs> I was like, Bruce doesn't trust anybody. That was so funny. Yeah. That's funny, but it also, again, that's Batman. Yeah. Like, but that also gives a tell into what we were talking about before, mm-hmm. where it's like, well, hold up. Why is Batman so willing to just like have them come be a part of this? And he kind of clarifies, to, you know, King's like, no, 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 don't, don't get it twisted. He's still Batman. He doesn't even trust Alfred. You know, mm-hmm. and then Alfred with the good old sarcasm. You know, I think what we're doing here is we're we're seeing in in this storyline, Batman is kind of auditioning these new heroes, but at the same time, I really think he's trying to keep them close so he's ready to roll. He's oh, just yeah. analyzing them. Yeah, he's analyzing. You them. know, Batman has a contingency plan for everything. Mm-hmm. He has a contingency plan for himself if his brain were to get taken over yep. by something else and he's created another alter ego inside of him that could come out and yep. be the Batman of Zer, whatever the heck. It, you know what I mean? Like, so 
I don't think these guys are going to catch Batman slipping. Yeah. You know, it's not going to happen. Yeah. So we're we're spending time between Gordon and our new heroes Gotham and Gotham Girl. And they're having a conversation about the city and protecting the city. And, hey, we're on your side. And, whoa, whoa, where the hell did Batman go? Yeah. He did the Batman thing. Yeah. And the, and the, and the, the coolest thing about that is Gotham goes, or I think is it Gotham Girl? Yeah. He's, he's like, I have x-ray vision. Like, I'm looking all over the place. That's impossible. I, I, can't, I can't find him. And he goes, it's not impossible. It's Batman. It's Batman. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, that's that's right. That's Batman. Mm-hmm. And Commissioner Gordon, I kind of think in this situation, he kind of represents more of like the way I see it. He's more outwardly looking at Gotham and Gotham Girl the way I'm looking at him, like mm-hmm. like with squinty eyes, like mm, yeah. what, what's going on here? I don't trust you guys. Even when they showed up on the scene, he was like, "What?" And Batman's like, "It's cool. I'm. I got there with me. I, I know what's going on." Yeah. Um. And they're talking about the whole monster thing, and the guy was saying something about monster, and Gordon goes. Has anything else come into the city that might be, con- you know, considered a monster? Of course, sarcastically pointing out every damn day, and also you, you, you know what I mean? It's probably girl. y'all. It's weird that this is going on just as soon as you guys show up. So, yeah, I mean that that this is a very Batman, like classic Batman episode i mean issue the end of the book uh we're, we're wrapping up with an inmate it looks like we're spending time in arkham in here and uh this person is being shown photos and asked questions uh are you scared yes professor i'm very scared are you happy yes professor i'm very happy and uh we're going through the motions of the different e- emotions and we see that hugo strange is talking to this inmate uh, this this prisoner and Hugo Strange is joined by two people, um, Professor or Miss Miss Waller, Amanda Waller, Amanda Waller, yep, and uh, the gentleman. Who's the gentleman? Do you Don't know? know? I'm um, not sure who this but is. He, but he got an army uh, army, you know, outfit on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it looks like maybe Lois Lane's dad or something. A, a, that kind of archetype of character and does something's this, going on here. Doesn't this page kind of look Capullo-ish? It does look a little Capullo-ish. It's yeah. very interesting, that last page. The eyes and all that on the, the army guy. So Hugo Strange is one of the rogues gallery for Batman, and, and he's going to be entering into the, the book now. He's going to be a part of the story, which I'm excited about. I'm not really sure what's going on here, but it looks like Amanda Waller is working with him. And they say straight up, uh, congratulations, Miss Waller. You finally saved Gotham City. And Waller says, well... Someone had to. And we don't know what that means. Do not know what that means. Until two weeks from now. So I am very interested to see what, what forces are at play here. But what, what's happening here is we have a story in which Gotham and uh, Gotham Girl are trying to save Gotham City. Right. Batman trying to save Gotham City. And now mm-hmm. some new contenders. Everybody's a new challenger to, has arrived. Yeah. So everybody's trying to save Gotham, quote unquote, save Gotham City in whatever way they believe is is the way to do it. And I would love to know what's going on with the monster mm-hmm. men mm-hmm. and Solomon Grundy. Where'd he come from? Is Hugo Strange controlling the dude who let out uh, Solomon Grundy? I believe yeah. because he name dropped Strange. There's a lot going on here. All of this, I have to say, makes me so happy because it feels like Batman. It feels yes. like smart 
yes. Batman. Yep. Not just whipping around, punching fools. Yep. Just smart Batman. Yeah. So you guys are doing great work, but it's fantastic. I love it. I really, really love it. And the aesthetic of the book. I mean, the artwork, I, I can't get over. I really, really like the new suit. Very dope. Really like the new suit. Very good. Uh-huh. Um, as for Captain America, Steve Rogers, uh, too. Let's I'm, just talk about it. I, you know, I, I, I don't want to get into the full issue. I don't want to get into the full issue primarily because I, I don't have it right here in front of me. Um, I read it uh, a little while ago. And also, I want to make sure that we give a heads up to all of our listeners who can be a part of the conversation. But the thing that I want to ask you, Octavius, is we have a second issue. We have begun to explain the Hail Hydra thing. Mm-hmm. Did it make you feel better about it? How do you feel about it? Well, number one, I wasn't really... Wait, what are we going to do? Are we going to talk about it or not? I just want to know your opinion. Are you happy with where this is going? I was never angry with where it was going. Okay. So you and I are on the I same page. I was never bothered. I was never shaken. I was never, oh, how could they? I was never like that at all. The reason, like- the reason I ask is there was so much commotion about what people thought based on news, based on articles, based on this appearing in Time Magazine, that sort of thing. Right, right. I haven't seen anybody respond to issue two. Exactly. Exactly. Because what happened is exactly what we thought was going to happen. They were going to explain it. They're going to use it as a good business model to sell a bunch of comics, to get a bunch of of, of eyes on them. And Mm -hmm. after they get the eyes on them and after they sell the comics, they're going to clean it up. Uh-huh. And they're going to explain it away. He's a double agent, double, double agent. He's mind control. He's, you know, so this on, or so that on, or so some, yeah. some sort of comic booky way to, to make it make sense, yeah. you know, which I'm not mad at because that's what I pretty much expected was going to happen. But I do want to have conversations with people online publicly about this issue, about the narrative, because so many people got very, 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 very hurt, very upset over the Hill Hydra twist. You and I, Octavius, we just, we knew this was a part of the story and it would be explained. Eventually we would get there. We got it pretty quickly. I want to see people get past the horror of Hail Hydra. I want to see people react to the actual explanation of what's going on here. I want to see those conversations. So, you know, we can kind of close, heal those wounds. I think, um, I'd love to know what people online think listeners. If you read issue two of Captain America, Steve Rogers, what do you think of where we're going? Yeah. I have some opinions. I, I kind of want to sit on them until I hear what other people think. Yeah. Um, that's, that's my sense right now, but, I will say, in short, made sense to me. Yeah. When I saw what it was, I was like, oh, that's clever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I buy that. Mm-hmm. I'm with that. I, mm-hmm. I, if anything, I was actually kind of intrigued. I was like, oh, this is interesting. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Let's see how this is going to play out, which is what you're supposed to do. That's It's that's, one issue. That's storytelling. That's how it works. Yeah. Now, if it was like, yeah, uh, you know, like, psych... I, I not. I just. I just playing. <laughs> Hail Hydra. Nah. In the next issue comes uh, out. It, nah. he's, he's like Hail Hydra. Not. Nah, nah, I just play. I just play. I ain't Hydra. Nah, <laughs> you should see your face right now. Yo, look, yo, hey, yo, Bucky, yo, Bucky, look, look at him, look at him, look at him. Look at him. I, I told. Yes. I, I remember I said I was gonna tell Hail Hydra. I told Hail Hydra. Look at his face. 
Rogers. Huh? Steve Rogers, you're such an asshole. Look at you. <laughs> Look at you. Hold on. Stay, keep your face like that. Let me get my phone. <laughs> Buck, you. Oh, I left my phone. Let me borrow your phone. He's, yeah, we, we had already <laughs> decided that he uses Snapchat. Steve right. Rogers uses Snapchat. Right. Absolutely. Hey, hey guys, eat your uh, eat your vegetables. This is, and it cuts them off. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I forgot to say this. And it just cuts him off. <laughs> Maybe that's what this was. Is he was doing a Snapchat. He's like, one of the things that I hate the most is when people say, Hail Hydra. And it just it cuts off. Cut off. Yeah. I'm like, it's like, no, 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 guys. No, I'm sorry. Did, really? Man. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, that's what I thought. Okay. So books of the week for next, next week. week. Books of the week. There's a lot. Okay. We're going to narrow it down. So we have Civil War Two, number three. Mm. Obviously. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's one. Yes. Right. We also have Power Man and Iron Fist, number six. Which is also in Civil War. Mm-hmm. Okay. We also have Wonder Woman, number two, and Nightwing Rebirth, number one. Hmm. Okay. So we have a lot on the table right now. So Civil War, number three. number Civil War two, number three, I think for sure. Power Man and Iron Fist, Number six. I, I almost feel like those are like, man, like that's not even. Yeah, those are mainstays. Because we've been with that for the longest time. Yeah, you know I would love saying? to keep with those. I would love to keep with those. Um, honorable mention. Maybe we can just touch on Wonder Woman. Would love to do that because I, I know I mentioned that's sort of the way that I want to experience Rebirth. Um, the, the I'm not sure if we're going to spend a lot of time on the, the Rebirth plot elements in Batman. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem like he's really investigating the mysteries of Rebirth. Well, we don't know that yet. Yeah, we don't, we know. don't know that yet yet but wonder woman is taking that head on so absolutely absolutely honorable mention for wonder woman and i'm just interested in nightwing see what's going on with nightwing but other books that are coming out vision number nine Woo! flash number two old man logan number eight um hell hal jordan and the green lantern core rebirth number one so there's a couple other things that are that are kind of standing out big week there. yeah yeah but um I would say Power Man and Iron Fist, Civil War Two. Those are going to be the books of the week. Mm-hmm. Some honorable mention: Wonder Woman and Nightwing. Yeah, we're going to spend some time in Civil War next week. All right, so I think that's it. That is the show. That's episode twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Let them mm-hmm. know where they can find you on the internet. You can find me online right now. I'm going by the name Giant Size Bo John. Bo is a synonym for man. Mm-hmm. And John, John is, is a synonym for absolutely anything. Really. Just don't put a capital letter J on the front of that. Man thing. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Adam Tetris, A-D-A-M-T-E-T-E-R-U-S. You can also follow me on Instagram as well using the same name at Adam Tetris. You can find me, Twitter, Instagram, and the Snapchats. Dang. At Octavius A. Newman, O-C-T-A-V-I-U-S-A-N-E-W-M-A-N. Maybe Adam and I will go get, a, what's the taco called? A Philly taco. Get a Philly taco and we'll, I, I, we'll you, Snapchat the experience. I can't do that twice in a, a year, I don't think. Come on, man. How are you going to deny me my experience? Okay, I'll do it. You know? All right. Just, I cave. How dare you? Hey, everybody, just stand up for your principles. <laughs> really? You know? I bought it like, when I was like, hey, you want some pizza? Nah. That was a, like a week ago. I'm going to buy you a slice. Okay. All right. No, cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cool, okay, cool, 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 cool. Um, uh, what am I supposed to say at the end of I'm the I'm a man of my word. <laughs> Until there's pizza involved. Until there's pizza involved. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. Mm. You guys got that. If you like this podcast, please leave us five stars and a positive comment mm-hmm. on iTunes. Subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Overcast, 
Stitcher, um, SoundCloud, SoundCloud. You can subscribe there. You can leave comments there as well. Um, don't forget, ask CBJ on Twitter. Comicbookjunto at barefruit.com. Send us questions there as well. We love hearing from you guys and we love answering your questions. Please do refer this podcast to someone else so we can share and expand. Hope you guys got your Comic Con tickets. Oh, by the way, if you're fan verified and you bought Comic Con tickets, make sure you connect your Comic Con, New York City Comic Con tickets to your fan verification. They send an email. Or they're going to take them away. But you know how people are. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got a new message for you. Make sure you do not connect your tickets to your fan profile so I can get that, John. I'm trying to get a three-day pass here, my friends. (laughs) Well. Trying to get a three-day pass here. Yeah. Well, I I think that. Have mercy. I think there's going to be an opportunity coming up. because I think so. If you look on Twitter, if you look on Instagram, if you look on Facebook, I mean, there's hordes of people mm-hmm. just complaining. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, how do I get fan verification? How do I get fan verification? There's so many tickets that have been purchased yeah. that are not going to be connected to anybody. I'm sure, you know, they're not going to just go, okay, we're going to have less paying customers. Yeah. You know what no, I mean? No, no, no. They're, they're going to they're gonna, not happen. Yeah. So I think you have till the 14th of July. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Campo Junto family, please connect your you know, fan fabrication to your tickets. So we 14th of July is Thursday, by the way, uh, you're listening to this right now. It is a Thursday. It is one week from the time that you are listening to this. Yeah. So, so you got till next Thursday. And after that, we're buying your tickets. So Adam can go to come. That's what's up though. Come on. Have mercy. Let me let, let a guy go. Let, Just let me, let me enjoy let brother myself. Get in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, let me get in there. All right. So that's the episode. We love y'all. Thank you for listening. Again, share this so that we can keep the community growing. Um, Until next time, peace. (laughs) 